Zero hours. Catherine Mather. Ow! Zero hours! Hello and welcome to Zero Hours Podcast with me, Catherine Mather, where I interview comedians and other creatives about the awful jobs that they've had to do to get by in the pursuit of the arts. Today I am joined by stand-up comedian Judah Friedlander. Hello, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. For, uh, thank you for fitting me into your busy schedule while you're over here in England. Um, yeah, no worries. I'm having a great time here in England. Always do. Uh, London, pretty great city. I'm digging it. It's a nice place to be when you know that you can leave, I find. <laughs> oh, really? What about it gets you down? It's just very stressful, isn't it? I don't know. You, you uh, it's less stressful than New York, Is I it? think. Yeah. Damn. It's not as loud. Yeah, it's not as hot. Yeah, the trains run better. Do they? Believe it or not, yeah, they run much better. Yeah, Yeah. and they're not as loud. They're not as dirty, but not as smelly. Um, Spider-Man doesn't live here, though. No, he doesn't live in Manhattan either. He lives in Queens. Okay. A lot of people don't realize that Spider-Man's from Queens. I don't. I don't. My geography of here. Yeah, that's <laughs> so right. No superheroes in England. Uh, no, it's very much an American thing, wasn't it? Mm. We all just went. I guess so. We'll, we'll leave it. We're just a country be. of heroes. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much what your specials about, isn't it? <laughs> pretty much yeah. number one in yeah. every category. <laughs> Can't deny it. Well, I mean, we'll we'll get right in. Uh, what what is the worst job you've ever done? Well, you know, that's a great question. It's hard to really say what a worst one is. Um, I've had a lot over the years. Um, I remember I was a fry cook at a fast food restaurant. And not to make fun of him or anything, but my boss, it was called Roy Rogers. Yeah. Um, my boss, the manager, would yell at me a lot yeah. for doing the wrong things. Or just when he's explaining, would just yell at me a lot. But he had a pretty heavy speech impediment. So I really had a lot of trouble understanding him. Yeah. But you didn't want to ask him to repeat stuff either. You know, so that wasn't great. Just being yelled at a lot there and then having no idea what to do. But I like that job because it really taught me uh, efficiency. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, because I have to make, you know, 300 egg sandwiches. Yeah. Every morning, you know, so it was like. You had to be efficient, you know, yeah. so, so it was it was a good job in that sense. I didn't stay there long, but uh, yeah, one job I had that was not the greatest job was, um, this was after I finished school, um, so I was about 20, 22, yeah. and I handed out flyers on the street for a foot doctor. Yeah. Now, do you have foot doctors here? Uh, Podiatrists? Chiropodists, yeah. So are they medical doctors or they just do feet? They just do feet. Yeah, really? same in the U.S. They're yeah. not like real doctors. Yeah, they're just like, people. I don't, I've never understood, first, first of all, I've never understood why the medical community doesn't make foot doctors, why they're not real doctors. Yeah, because it is... Because they even do some surgery, yet they're not MDs. And, like, the feet are one of the most important parts of the body. Yeah. Like, if you hurt your hand, you you go to someone who's a real doctor. But if you hurt your feet, you don't go to a real doctor, which is really stupid. So, anyways, I got this job where 
you know, to promote the the foot doctor's business. Yeah. You just stand on the corner and hand out flyers, you know. And it kind of sucked for a few reasons because they tried to pay. Oh, I think we paid seven dollars an hour, yeah. which back then was for me was that, that was actually good. I was like, oh, okay. <clears throat> I mean, for like a for most people it wasn't good. For me, that was good, but it was annoying because they only wanted you working when there was heavy foot traffic. Yeah, if and you will. <laughs> so you basically they would pay you from seven a.m. to nine a.m. Yeah, or nine thirty a.m. Yeah, and then you would have a break until uh, like eleven a.m. To like 1.30 p.m. Yeah. And then you'd have another break. And then you work like 3 to 5 or something like that. So you're working all day. But they're only paying you for some of the hours. And then you spend all your wages in coffee. When you're in the cafe. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> that's what I'm about to get to. So so I remember we actually used to have staff meetings. Because there were several. There was one guy who was like the manager of yeah. the uh, of the um, the flyer people. And... So he's not the person that hired you, though. Yeah. I think the person who was one of the office assistants, or the person who headed up the office, not the doctor. They they did like the hiring. So they would give you like kind of like a thousand of these yeah. flyers every day, and they expected you to hand out every one of them. Oh, but nobody <laughs> wants that many of them. No. So we would have meetings about how to get people to take them from you, yeah. how to like snap them out of your hand, and you know present them to people, so people would just be so excited. Um, and the other problem was, so they would put us at different spots in the city every day yeah. where they thought they would get a lot of foot traffic. But the problem is when they would put us there during the rush hours, when everyone's yeah. trying to get to work, people don't want to look at anything. They're no. just trying to get to work. Yeah. It would actually be maybe a little better to do the stuff, not just as people are trying to get to work, yeah. but in the more off hours. So... And then the staff meetings were really annoying because I remember some of the people working there actually really thought there was going to be a lot of upward mobility in this job. <laughs> and I don't know <laughs> what made them think that, what kind of denial they were having that would make them think that. Yeah. And then the manager was actually uh, um, the manager of the, who was also a flyer guy, but he managed all the other flyer people. I don't know, there were probably like five or six of us or something. Um, he was the one who would have the meetings. And uh, so he would, I think he would call us the night before and tell us like where to meet. Because we'd yeah. always meet at, you know, different places. So one day we're there. So, and then sometimes he'd have you team up. Yeah. So one person's on one corner, one's on the other corner. So one day he's across the street. We're there for a couple hours handing out flyers. It's really boring. And then sometimes you'd run into people that you knew, and then they yeah. see that your job is handing out flyers, and yeah. they're having successful careers, you know, making lots of money, working for big companies, and you're there Are on the street. Happy? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't too happy doing that either. <laughs> yeah. oh. But then on the other <laughs> angle, you look at it, there would be people handing out flyers for other companies who yeah. were trying to get to our company. Really? Yeah, you know, guys who are, you know, people who are immigrants, you know, who yeah. were probably being paid even less, you know, so, you know, nothing to complain about. But so one day the manager guy, the head of the flyer guys, he comes over to me and he's like, fuck it, let's just go to McDonald's. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, 
there's nothing going on right now. It's kind of slow. Let's just go eat at McDonald's. I'm like, but we're not supposed to be on break for a half hour. It's like, yeah. don't worry about it. I'm like, all right, I'm with the boss. Yeah. So we go to McDonald's. And then he started doing that fairly often, where we just yeah. go to McDonald's and just uh, shoot the shit. And then uh, one day we're sitting outside in like a open area where a lot of people are just sitting having lunch. And this woman uh, comes up behind him and just starts screaming out, Fred, 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 right behind him. And he doesn't yeah. turn around. And his name wasn't Fred. And then eventually he turns around. And then he does know this person. Yeah. Then gives them a kiss and like hugs them. So apparently he used to have another job where he went by a fake name because <laughs> of legal stuff where his name was Fred. And... Uh, like really weird shit, yeah. you know. So he's got and like three wives. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think he <laughs> was sort of like that. He always had like some girlfriend who he was basically, you know, who was his uh, his sugar mama kind of a thing, yeah. you know. And then uh, I remember him also telling me about how he tried to be a uh, a prostitute, a male prostitute, <laughs> and you know, and this is also pre Viagra. Yeah. You know, so they would ask, you know, how often can you have sex and yeah. how often do you have to wait in between? And so, so that was interesting. Wow. And then I remember one time he talks about how, so one time we have a meeting at yeah. one of our little meetings about how to hand out flyers better. Um, he's telling us how we really got to step it up and we really got to, you, know, you can't be throwing away these flyers, you know, because yeah. they, the, their, their goals really were not, even if you, did the most diligent job and tried yeah. your hardest. You could not hand out all the flyers they expect you to hand out. Their yeah. business was not that needed yeah. um, to the amount of flyers they had. You know, they did not yeah. need thousands of people coming to their office every day. I do not. And most of the people are already walking and seem to yeah. be walking well. So they yeah. probably don't need to go in there. So, um, so on one of these things, he starts talking about how we're going to have, uh, we're going to have, uh, you know, the office is going to have some some spies to yeah. check you to see if you're actually oh, at your spots. Yeah, to see yeah. if you're actually at your spots. So, um, so then, uh, so then those McDonald's trips kind of stopped. <laughs> uh, but then uh, they started up again. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you know, it's nothing. There, there, no one's looking today or whatever. And then one day he calls me up and uh, and he's like, "You're fired." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, well, the the people who are checking to see if you're on your spot, they they went there yesterday and you weren't on your spot. That's and I'm spot. like, and I'm like, yeah, I know. I was at McDonald's with you. Yeah. That's why I wasn't there. You told me to come to McDonald's with you. What about? And you're my boss. And he goes, he goes, I am, but uh, you weren't at your spot, so you're fired. I'm like, well, what about you? Are you fired? He's like, no. They decided to keep me on. And I'm like. Okay. <laughs> Did he throw you under the bus there? So, oh, yeah, it was all his idea. He well, no, it was just like, <laughs> you know, I'm sure, you know, he was acting like, you know, he never did any of that stuff or whatever, or maybe yeah. he was called on it, but then, you know. And then, so then I remember that was pretty humiliating having to go there, I think, on that last day and, like, still pick up my paycheck oh. from the office manager who, like, hired me. And then, good and, then just give me these, just give me these dirty looks, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah. Damn. 
my boyfriend, he did, oh, he did fly her in, and they give him a tracker. So you have to have a tracker in your pocket. Oh, see, this is pre that stuff. Yeah. yeah. It feels very creepy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Well, even now with phones, I mean, everyone's carrying a tracking device. I do a bit about that. Yeah. It's, it's very weird stuff. Yeah, another job I had was, uh, I remember I had to go probably in about a, it was, I think, from, I think, a 30-block radius yeah. north to south, and then probably about a 10-block radius east to west. Yeah. I had to go to every store and see if they wanted to put up a poster for this uh, Broadway show. Yeah. Uh, Billy Barty was the, was one of the stars of it. It was a, it was a vaudeville type variety show. What I think it, it, I don't remember. I, I don't even know if it lasted good. a week. So I, so that was, so I had to just lug all these posters around doing that. And the big selling was point that was that, you know, Billy Barty's in it, you know, and, and, you know, he actually had a lot of fans, you know, most people didn't know who he was, but people who did know who he was really liked the guy. So that wasn't really certainly wasn't a job that led anywhere. But, you know, when I first started, you know, the first seven or so years of doing stand-up, I just had all kinds of random yeah. day jobs. I never had a career job. I just yeah. had whatever I can do to make the rent, you know. Yeah. Um, I suppose that's the thing with it, isn't it? You have to be. If someone says, hey, can you be in Liverpool tonight? Yeah. You have to be able to. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, you know, I know people who would, and in New York it happens a lot where people, they'll go for a career job or, you know, a waiter or a waitress job, and they get a certain job that's so demanding. You know, the rents are so high in New York. Yeah. So people, they'll be working 60 hours a week. Yeah. You know, and sometimes making good money, but then they have no time to actually do what they really want to do. So, yeah. uh, I remember that the last day job I had, I worked at a gym, yeah. uh, checking people in at the front desk. Yeah. And I think I would work from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. So, yeah, it was a full-time job. So yeah. I would like, or, and then maybe it was eight to six. I can't, I had different shifts, but I remember I would sort of sleep in shifts yeah. where, you know, if it was, if it was like uh, eight to five or whatever, I'd, I'd get off work at five. I'd go do a couple of open mics yeah, and then I'd like sleep for a bit. Yeah. And then I'd go do a late night spot somewhere. Yeah. And then I'd get home at two and then go to sleep for four hours. So I was yeah. like sleeping three hours in the evening and then like four hours at night. And it was yeah. like, you know, not healthy, not no, good, no. you know. And I've had sleeping problems for years and I don't know, maybe it started then. I don't know. Yeah, but, okay. um, uh, and then I also, you know, sometimes there are jobs you think are good jobs and they turn out to be terrible jobs. I remember, yeah. you know, this one movie I did, an independent movie. Yeah. I absolutely couldn't wait to get off of it. Yeah. It was one of these movies where there was such a toxic vibe on the set yeah. from almost everybody. Oh, God. You know, it was like everyone really thought, I mean, I remember they were, while filming it, people just kept going, can't wait till this wins Sundance. Then <laughs> things are really just going to be amazing. It's like, it's like you haven't even finished making the movie yet, and yeah. you're already just dreaming openly about it winning yeah. The biggest film festival in the country, you know. So it's like I, I've I've hardly ever worked on anything. Well, while you're making it, people are just talking about how amazing <laughs> it is. It never yeah. really turns out well. It's usually garbage, no. you know. Um, Don't count your eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so I remember working on this. Every actor kept trying to upstage the other actor. Yeah. So when you're doing your lines, the other actor would try to 
nudge you out of the way physically and stand in front of you so you get blocked. So it was just like, I'm like, what what is this? It's like the opposite of teamwork and acting is teamwork. So it was the opposite. So I hated this thing so much. So I actually just stopped. I didn't even try. I was like, so I literally stood in the background the whole time. And even when my lines were up, I would just stay in the background (laughs) and say, because I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to be a part of this, you know, but it was like a three week job. You know, in, in a tiny town, like, you know, the middle of nowhere and uh, couldn't wait to get off of that one. Because just the, the egos from everyone and then just yeah. the, you know, the lack of civility, but, yeah. but while acting like they're still civil and, and friendly at the same time in a fake way. So, you know, there's all kinds of bad jobs. And, but, you know, yeah. sometimes the bad jobs you actually learn, you know, makes you look at things in a different way or learn things, yeah. you know. Character building. You know, <laughs> but then, you know, jobs where you're getting abused in any kind of way are never good. And, you know, I've had those too. It was more, more kind of, uh, you know, mental abuse that people would do. You know, I remember yeah. when, I, when I worked at the gym, the manager, he would openly steal really? from it and then sort of dare you to like say anything. Mm. Like he would be, he would open the, up at the cash register yeah. Take out twenty bucks cash, yeah, and be like, "I'm gonna go get a haircut. See you guys later." Yeah, and you know, so it's it's like he's almost, and then so he and then he would make you do all these, uh, and he put up all these post its everywhere, yeah, saying focus, uh, you know, posture, you know, all all all, all these like, you know, ridiculous, you know, nasty kind of, uh, you know, bullying kind of yeah. things almost the way, and then he would steal money and then just walk out and do whatever he wants, you know? So, so eventually that stuff came back to him after I think a couple of years of that. I think I had, I had already left, but I heard like he got, he got canned eventually or something, but it's like, you know, just that arrogance and that bullying, you know, uh, and robbing, you know, robbing (laughs) the company, you know, stealing cash from the company (laughs) in front of everyone and then acting like, uh, you know, he's going to be all cool. You know? It will bite you on the arse. So that job kind of sucked in that way, too. Just, you know, with him with being a, an abusive asshole. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's tons of others, but that's just off the top of my head. Yeah. And I don't want to think people always making fun of the, the fast food manager with the speech impediment. I just wanted yeah. to – I just said that because it really did – it was – it was. I wanted to – I tried my best <laughs> listening to him, but it was really hard to – understand what he was saying and and he didn't like to repeat himself and he was yelling all the time so it was you know not that easy so yeah not offending i was not meaning to offend anybody with speech impediments i was just saying in that particular situation it was not easy i suppose there's a certain if you know that you have a speech impediment there is a certain amount of understanding that perhaps other people are gonna take a little bit longer to just yeah maybe i don't know but this this guy didn't have any of that <laughs> Two but, sides, uh, isn't it? Yeah, but it wasn't like he was uh, a jerk or anything. He just, you know, would explain things very quickly and just always yelled them. And I just, you know, yeah. Yeah, usually did one. not understand. Yeah, and I was trying to do a good job. But. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> well, I suppose you are kind of living the dream uh, job at, at the minute. But what is? What would you say was your one of your best jobs? Oh, the one that you enjoyed most. I'm trying to think. That's a great question. 
You know, I'm such a pessimist. It's like I don't even know how to how to answer that. It always always takes people a lot longer to think of it. Yeah. Like I once had a job in a cafe where I just got to uh, like just read books all day. Yeah. Have a bit um, which is nice. Well, you know, as a comic, you have many. It's not like you're. You're full time employed. You're yeah. every day is almost a different job. You, yeah, you know, you know what I mean, or true. a different gig, really. You know, you're really going from gig to gig. Um, uh, this movie I did, American Splendor, mm. was a great job. Um, and I'm obviously going to leave a lot of movies out here. Um, yeah. uh, this movie I did, Feast. Yeah. Oh was yeah. It? My boyfriend is like, oh my god, who's in Feast? Oh yeah, <laughs> love that movie. Yeah. And. Uh, and I love making it. You know, when people, when you get put in a situation where the directors give you freedom yeah. to really bring stuff to a role, mm-hmm. um, and and you have, and everyone's just working really hard on their job. Like yeah. American Splendor is a, uh, it's, it's, a it's an excellent movie. And uh, it, you know, a, a good movie is very rare, I think. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons it's so hard to make a good movie is on a movie, there's there's probably 20 different jobs. Yeah. And if one of them isn't done superbly, yeah. it can fuck up everything else. That's true. You know, if yeah. the if the makeup is bad, you're yeah. going to be watching the movie, looking at everyone, hey, that guy looks weird. Uh, she looks yeah. weird. Something's off. It just it can take you out of it. If the costuming's yeah. off, it can take you out of it. Yeah. Um, that was one of my problems with like uh, the the Star Wars movies that came out in the nineties, yeah. episodes one, two, and three. Everyone looks like they just made that costume and they just put it on. Everyone yeah. looked like they were going out for Halloween or, yeah. or to like a comic con. It didn't look lived in the clothes, mm-hmm. so it looked fake, and, the, and it made the whole world look fake. Yeah, I mean there were a lot of other problems with those movies, but that's like <laughs> one of them. So. So American Splendor was a thing where like everyone worked really hard and everyone was very good in, in their jobs. Yeah. And uh, um, so it, it's so everything just kind of worked. And, and on that, the directors really, even though I was playing a real life person, um, you know, they really, you know, filmmaking is a collaborative art. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so sometimes if if the directing or the producing is too is too dictatorial. Yeah. Um, it can um, really, uh, I think, inhibit the performances. Yeah. So that's one where I, you know, and even Feast Noir, I was able to do, yeah. you know, and, and they liked my choices. You know, it wasn't like they were like, yeah, that's not what we're going for. We want yeah. you to say it like this, you know, where I've been on many projects where you can't even act it the way you want to act it. You have yeah. to say it the way they want to say it. So, and sometimes I'm okay with that because yeah. sometimes I'm like, look, this is their vision. Yeah. I'm here to be their puppet, their piece of clay. I'll, I'll do what they want. Yeah. You know, but other times, you know, you are interpreting the character completely differently than they are. Yeah. And, um, and they don't even want to hear your point of view. Yeah. And that's never fun because then they're no. like, what the, what's the fucking point of this? I'd, I'd rather be working at the, the, at the fast food place, yeah, you know, uh, doing that, you know, so yeah, at least if, if there has been a discussion and then you've agreed, now nah, that's wrong, then that's fair, right? But sometimes they don't, done. they won't even want to hear it, at all. yeah, yeah, absolutely. and then sometimes they'll get really nasty too, yeah. yeah.
Um, so, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of good and bad jobs, I guess. Yeah, it's, uh, it's how you view it, isn't it? Yeah. It's all perspective. <laughs> yeah. But anytime, if you're ever at a job, I'll just say this, and someone's be treating you like shit, leave. Yeah. Just fucking go. I mean, you can sue them or do whatever you want there, but, but yeah. get the fuck out of there. Because there's, a, you know, when you're in a certain thing, you might think there's no other options. There's always another option. You can always, yeah. it's a big world. There's always another option. So. And if you're spending most of your time doing it, you have to not yeah. even enjoy it, but just not hate it. Yeah, it shouldn't beat you down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can tell people that with comedy, especially if they're just starting out. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times when people start out, they, they don't know. You yeah. know, I've talked to some guys where they're like, they go to these shows called bringer shows. I don't know if they oh, have yes. that here. We have those. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so the guy running the bringer shows like yells at everybody. Yeah. And and if you know they're supposed to bring ten friends, paying oh friends gosh. to go see them perform. And one guy I think had eight friends show up, not ten. Oh, only. So eight. the guy running it starts just screaming at him what? and telling him, you know, he's gonna get him banned from the whole city. He'll never. Work. I'm like, that guy has no power. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fun. And anyone that tells you that in any walk of life is an asshole yeah. and is incorrect, mm -hmm. you know? So just, you know, fortunately the comedy world's big enough where if someone's treating you horribly, leave, go somewhere else. Just, yeah. just don't deal with them. Your you own know? boss. <laughs> you, you know, so, and that goes for, I think any kind of job, you yeah. know, but I think it's good working all different types of jobs and service jobs yes. and blue collar jobs because, you know, it makes you, it can make you, if you haven't had those kind of jobs before, it can make you see, see things from their perspective. So I think it's mm. that's always a bonus. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Anyway, uh, I think we're going to be evicted from this room okay. yeah. very soon. Yeah, uh, and you have other places to be. Um, but yeah. before we wrap it up, is yeah. there anything that you want to plug? Uh, yeah, uh, the website's my name, Judah Friedlander. Good luck spelling that. Um, judahfreelander.com that's my website on Twitter and Instagram I'm Judah World Champ J-U-D-A-H World Champ I have a stand-up movie that I made independently myself it's, it's basically a documentary performance film there's no interviews it's just 84 minutes of stand-up filmed over about a year year and a half in New York it's called America is the greatest country in the United States and it's all jokes and crowd work and satire on the U.S. and all its policies and human rights issues. And it is on Netflix, so you type in my name, J-U-D-A-H, it'll show up on Netflix. Yeah. Cool. And you're, well, I don't know when this I'm touring. Yeah. yeah. I'm always touring. Yeah. As we're speaking now, I'm on a five-week tour uh, in Europe. And, um, you doing that in Europe? I'm going to Edinburgh for four days at the Gilded nice. Balloon, oh, Leeds and Reading Festival, and then little stops in Berlin, Prague, Copenhagen, Barcelona, Zurich, and then five cities in Sweden, then back to New York. But uh, I go all over. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure it'll be on your website. and Hopefully, if I get my website updated, yeah. it'll be on there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you kindly.